Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. Have a special episode for you today. I put together kind of a weekend getaway with some local ministry leaders. And Scotty and I had a chance to sit down with Jason Getz of Will Roads Gardens Christian Church here in Dodge City, Kansas. And we were at the lake in a lake house. And we just had a good opportunity to sit down and just kind of do some roundtable discussion. And we found some time to get away and record an episode of the podcast. I will I will admit, it's a little bit all over the place. We, we weren't really pinned down to one topic, but it's good discussion. It's good discussion from some, some Christian leaders in Southwest Kansas. And I hope you guys enjoy. I think you will. I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook at KB Podcast. Uh, if you have any friends that maybe don't listen to podcasts regularly, maybe they don't have a platform app downloaded where they listen to to podcasts, find us on YouTube at the Kingdom Bringer Podcast on YouTube. Send uh, you can share these episodes with your friends. Send them out, and then if you are on iTunes, we want to ask you guys to rate, review. Subscribe and share our episodes on iTunes. There's a place where you can go on there, you scroll down, and you can rate the podcast. Obviously, it'd be five stars, and you can leave a review. We just like to read those. That's awesome. So please do that. Get get this podcast out there to your friends. If you're blessed by this ministry, if you're blessed by what we're doing here on the Kingdom Bringer podcast, get these out there. Send them to your friends. Pump us up. Pump us up on Facebook. And then always, we want to hear from you guys through email. You can send us your questions, your comments. Man, if you need prayer, if you have a prayer request, send that to us. If you want a phone call back, leave us your phone number. Feel free to leave us your social security number. Just kidding. Don't do that. But you can email us at thekingdombringers at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, send us your questions. Uh, Send us your comments. Let's just let's let's start a let's start a dialogue with you guys. We want to do that. So check us out, thekingdombringers at gmail.com. We're hoping to hear from you soon. So without further ado, here it is. We were at Coldwater Lake and we just had a great time of discussion. Jason Getz is an amazing guy. He's actually has a lot to do with the inspiration that I had for actually starting this podcast. Uh, him and a good friend, James Hershey, started a podcast called the Two Brothers Podcast. You can check out, um, and they they had me on as a guest a couple times, and it just really sparked something inside of me and made me want to do this. So, I uh, I give that to those guys; <laughs> they're responsible for this thing. So, that's awesome. But Jason Getz is a good friend of mine. Known him for a really long time. Done ministry with him. We did youth ministry together for a while. Um, kind of, I wouldn't say we we fell out of relationship, but we definitely kind of lost touch with each other over the last few years and God's kind of brought us back. And so, um, I'm so proud of this guy for what he's doing, for how he's plowing into Dodge city, Kansas. He has a, a passion for the restoration of Dodge city through a, a word that the Lord has given him. And I'm proud of him. He's a good dude. He's a good friend. He's a husband and a father. And Hope you guys enjoy this. Hey, 
We're just having a conversation. <laughs> Serious? Yeah, Scotty can't talk to us unless we're on. I was seriously asleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you were pretty lazy I, over there, dude. That prayer, Chris Higgin can pray. He'll yeah, put, he like, put you right to sleep. It's a peaceful like. I That's what that, happens dude. with uh, me and Myrna. Anytime I pray, she's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to sleep." Thanks. That's good though, like, man. It cool must be that, kind like, of a peaceful thing. It's fall fine. Asleep talking to your dad. Yeah, so I I get to be the one that gives the. I'm gonna beat you guys to the punch. I'm gonna shout out to my wife since I brought her up. See, see, see. I'm gonna see. be in the doghouse again. Myrna, Myrna love uh, my wife. Um, I man, get I saw to pray her for her. Name on your phone, come across there, Myrna Love. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I got that from Nate Burns. Um, Carrie Love is what his wife was in on the phone, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. And Mine uh, comes up as Queen T. Queen T. Queen Tilly. Mine just says wifey. Wifey, that's that, that's big though. Is that okay? Yes, I think it's cute. Yeah, man, I'll tell you one thing in in my life that has been like being in that relationship with Myrna and being like fully loved has just torn down so many fears, anxieties on the inside, mm. and to to just have that and to to cherish it and work on it, and man, it's just something I. I it's available. It's one of those kingdom things that is available. Mm. A healthy home marriage relationship, no matter the season, no matter the bank account, no matter anything, like it's available to have that. That's and good. it's so, so valuable. Um, if you don't have it, chase it. Um, and there was definitely a season for me when, when it was different than that. You know, I went through a divorce and it, it just wasn't that. Tried to fix it, tried to save it. And takes two to tango, mm-hmm. um, takes two to love, and man, what there's, about there's what about a culture though? I mean, that's when you're in a culture where there's husbands and wives that love each other. Mm. I, I just it it produces more of that, you know. Creates more of it for sure, and that, yeah. I think that it has to be culture. Yeah, it has to be st- every every culture started with a seed, mm-hmm. right? One. One person passionate about something specific, and you know it takes passionate men to be pas- passionate about marriage for yeah. for to experience that. But I think the main thing is, is you hit it; it is available for everybody. Right. Like, no matter it doesn't matter your past. Like you can you can fight for it. You you can have it, mm-hmm. and because everybody's a mess coming into it. Like if you think you're not, you you're lying to yourself, or you think your partner is just something that's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I I, I caught her, and it's like, mm-hmm. I got this prize. Yeah, you did get a prize, but you also got a prize that that has a past. That <laughs> there, God's working on them. God's trying to sanctify things that you know, on that on our journey. That you know, I I love one of the quotes early on that I that I heard about marriage was that you you are your spouse's primary grace agent. Mm. That was in a, that was in a Bible study with you. Yeah. That was that remember like with Lapiche yeah, and yeah. we had a whole bunch of couples that we got yeah. together and did a marriage, uh, a small group at your house. And on fifth, I think it was, it was back in the day. Yeah. And it sounded familiar <laughs> that you're, you're your spouse's primary grace agent. Like God put you in their, their life and them in your life to, and grace is not just that forgiveness thing. It's that empowerment that I, I, I get to, I get to make you better. Yeah. And man, I love people that make me better and right in my rough areas. And Myrna is definitely one of those. And I know you guys have great wives as well. So, 
It's yeah, cool. My, my wife's pretty cool. She's my wife is amazing. Yeah. Scott, <laughs> hold on. I'm going to put. St- he just straight. Cut I'm going to put Scott off. on mute for one second. Jamie Lynn Eubanks, you are amazing, babe. <laughs> I love you with all my heart. And uh, without you, nothing. Without you, nothing. So, Scott, what do you feel about. Um, just kidding. Yeah. I'm not going to give you hey, an opportunity. Listen, I want to say one thing about my wife. Or a couple things. You got you got your time. Go, my man. Wife I started. Has, I started something. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean did. to. I didn't mean to. When you're in a culture that honors women like yeah, this, hey, this, this is where we're happens. going. This is where we wanted to go. So this is where we're going. Uh, my wife has seen me at my worst, and she has yet to see me at my best. That's what keeps me remembering what's important, not just about her, but about us. That's good. And she has. You know, we we went through some stuff early on in our marriage, and. Probably was all but divorced, to be honest. Mm. Um, she was living in a separate place, and wow. we were kind of sharing custody of our... Man, well, this is testimony time. So this is good. This is awesome. I told you. Holy uh, Spirit good, would do good, his thing. Hey, good work, Gets. So, uh, yeah, man, that, that it started, started out rocky, and um, we both decided to just dig our toes in the sand and be really adamant about we're not going anywhere no matter what like yeah. we're going to we're going to we're going to take these uh these wins and these waves together and like you said despite bank accounts and despite jobs and whatever man it just deciding i think deciding is is the is the first thing like mm-hmm. no matter what this is the for worse part that nobody wants to talk about everybody for better is easy to understand the for worse part is is just that so yeah man giving all that up to to Jesus, man, just giving it to him and saying, I, you know, I don't, I don't care how different it looks or how, how what, how much I have to change. I'm willing to do that to keep this man and not just keep him on her end or me keep this woman, but not just doing enough to keep man, but going above and beyond. Like that's that's a culture of honoring your spouse, really. So that's good. And and Myrna was hurt. At the at the beginning of our relationship, um, she had gone through a divorce too, and, and not to unpack her stuff, but you know, I just I even looked at the kids and I because she was she was snippy, and I mean when people are hurt, they're hurt, you know. There there's there's things that you're not good at when you're hurting, and there's things that I'm definitely not good at when I'm hurting, and, and I just said your your mom is gonna be better because of me, I promise. Mm. And the cool thing is, and this is kind of a a dreams thing we can kind of I know we were wanting to talk about you know we're on trip together right now we're recording this somewhere else but she had a dream in her heart she would always watch HD HGTV like most women but she doesn't like to decorate like she and I told I told D this it was like she it wasn't for what most ladies watch it for she liked it from the perspective of like helping people find a home that they love because she's very much a homebody and she loves home. She's definitely a nester. Like while we're gone, she was nesting and, you know, helping things just feel like home. And, but she was watching that from a perspective of helping people find a home, helping people find something that they walked in the door. And so she had this dream. And so we started to talk about it, have this real conversation and that she had a dream to like be involved in real estate somehow, wow. like help people find a home. And so just through leaning into her desires that were there. I didn't know they were there, but we had some conversations and stirred the pot. And so then she 
we figured out what's that look like. And so she went and got training and fought like a blizzard to get to a teaching to get her license and Hmm. like fought for it. And now she's, you know, walking this first year of real being in real estate and doing well. And it's, you know, just watching each other's like promoting each other's dreams Mm -hmm. inside of that. Like you said, it's not just about keeping. Yeah. It's about building up. Mm. It's about, you know, having this thing and, you know, to, to shift it, man, just think about the church being the bride of Christ and how he wants to build us up Yeah, and to like bring desires and dreams that are like, like, he's like, why do you watch that? What do you like about that show? Mm. You know, that he's so, he's such a conversational God, if you'll let him. Mm. And he's, he's wanting to get down in there to your desires. Just like I had the beautiful privilege to lean into Myrna's heart to say, there is important stuff for the kingdom inside your heart. That's not just, I want to make some money. It wasn't about that at all. It's probably more about that for me than it is for her. I'm the one that does the calculating. Yeah. Like, well, that's going to be a great house. I hope right. you sell it, sweetie. Yeah. She's the one that's like, man, I, I don't know if it's right for them. And it's like, <laughs> they just need to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> of right. So she's the one that like has this pure heart about it. And you, you get to help raise that up in people. And, when you do that, you can, I think it also stirs up your own um, just ability to recognize maybe what God's trying to stir up in you and who's leaning in and and saying yes to the dreams inside of you. Uh, that's I think that's where you see your best friends, your best friendships. We're, we're missing our wives, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only one day. We've all called them. It's been one night. Yeah. One oh, night of sleeping day. by myself. It's good, it's yeah, good. that bed is real big when you're <laughs> when you're by yourself, man. That's, that's so funny. Yeah, no, that's good, man. I'm I'm a man. That episode number ten that Scotty and I did about the desires of your heart really sparked and spurred on some stuff in my life personally. And we've heard some testimonies about some other people that, that really spurred some things on. So I think the Lord's really wanting His people to start dreaming again and start. Mm-hmm really allowing themselves to see the things in their heart as good things that God put right. there. And uh, one of the things, my wife, she's real big in, like when she was a kid, she wanted to be a marine biologist mm. until she found out how much schooling that was going to A lot take. of school. A lot of schooling. But she's like, she loves like all things mermaids, all things water, all things ocean. She's a, a beach bum at heart stuck in Dodge City, Kansas. <laughs> And some of those things that, you know, she's just like I was, um, I guess it's not in my, my hand. I I guess my cards don't show the the possibility of going to go on a cruise or getting to go to Hawaii or these places that she's always had a passion to go visit because of finances or whatever. And one of the things that we said in episode 10 was it's, it's pretty, if you really allow yourself to think, God only allows rich people to experience his most beautiful creations. You know, mm-hmm. that's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. And we know it's not true. Like right. when we say that out loud, we're like, yeah, that's not the God that I know, you know? And so there's something about hanging on to those things. That's just really healthy. And so she's, she's really accepted that l- l- the last week or so. She's like, man, that's, that's been inside of me for a very long time for a reason. Like, the water and just all that stuff. And so she's exploring that. And I like when you say the word leaning into that, cause I, I get to do that with mm-hmm. her and it's really, really cool. Hey, Brandon white. What's up, man? We're at Brandon white's father-in-law's 
lake house in Coldwater, Kansas. Beautiful. Brandon's an amazing host and uh amazing pontoon boat driver too. He is amazing. He's just he All is really there. like the definition of a man. Oh wow. Right, Brandon? He he and he went cool there. dad. You can just like <laughs> I was just watching him drive the boat today and I was just thinking about like how his kids must view him oh, as yeah. he's like, you know man, you're so cool. Yeah. Captain. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was cool. Um but like to piggyback what you were saying, yeah. uh, God's really convicted my heart lately about um, steering me away from a poverty mindset. And mm. that's what that is when yeah. when you don't think I'm good enough for this or you don't I, that blessing's just not for me. It may be a dream of mine, but I, I just I probably won't attain it because X, Y, Z. And he's really showed me I, I had this I've been writing down texting in my phone yeah like, <laughs> yeah yay darren yay darren's yeah, real happy yeah, for me right darren, now i'm darren telling you this, there's happy. nobody happier for me right now than darren <laughs> <laughs> um but so oh my mom's beeping in anyway well was back to this poverty mindset um you were writing it down the, yeah i was so I, I i just put in my notes fresh rev F R E S H Rev, like fresh revelation. Just put fresh rev. And, you know, I don't know why, but for some reason, like, Holy Spirit always meets me in my bathroom. Like, I don't like getting ready for stuff or whatever, putting putting beard balm in the beard that from Redbeard Coffee. Shout out. Um, it's a vi- it's a very vulnerable place. Yeah, it is. It is. You're, and you're your most vulnerable. I can't go anywhere. And very private. Very <laughs> yeah, private, too. The Lord, you know, the Lord yeah. honors private. Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. He wants it just so with he, you. He meets me there a lot, whether shower or whatever. But um, he gave me this word, and I wrote it down. It's It said, um, poverty people will be changed into provisional people. And that that's mm. the people that are taking. Um, I don't know. It just hit me all of a sudden. I really felt like he really put that on my heart. Like, I will turn poverty people into provisional people. And um, that takes on our end doing something, though. That takes us saying okay, you've equipped me with this, now I've got to use it. You've equipped me with this mind, you gave me this mind, you gave me this, you know, the ability to dream, the ability to think, the ability to, to align my thoughts, you know, um, productively with yours, right? As, as the scripture says that who knows the mind of God that we may instruct him, but we have the minds of Christ, right? So uh, that he may instruct us, I believe it, it's kind of where it's, it's pouring into that. Mm-hmm. So he wants to align visions with... Uh, with a physical, not just a, not just a dreaming, but like the physicality of, okay, I've given you this thing. Now, what are you going to do with it? I've given you vision and you're, you know, I've given you this desire in your heart. Now, are you going to chase it? Or are you just going to say, eh, maybe that blessing's just not for me and watch somebody else live your dream. That's, that's well, kind of scary to go along with the alignment part. I don't think he, he doesn't only just align, um, would you say he aligns? He aligns what? He aligns. I think he aligns hearts with minds. I really, yeah, I, mean, like, I, really, I really think, he, I don't know if I said that, but yeah, yeah. I, I think he also aligns people like right. yeah. Puts to, the right to, people to help together. me fulfill the things that he's given me and put in my heart. Yeah. It's going to take community and it's going to take other people coming up alongside sure. me, other people that I can speak into yeah. to, to bring, you know, and so I think that's really cool when he sparks like a desire and a dream. Um, 
it's it's not usually it's not usually something that he expects you to go do by yourself you know two by two yeah and so you so i just i I feel like this this community thing is huge sure um i think healthy community sparks a lot it sparks dreams it sparks vision it sparks desires so if you're in a place where you're you don't think you're in healthy community you're probably it's my opinion you're probably not going to have a whole lot of dreams and desires because well, God, you'll have you'll have them, but you'll feel alone. You'll yeah, feel so alone, yeah. you won't really feel like you can pursue them. Because mm-hmm. most of our right. most dreams that have any substance to them, they involve other people. They yeah, involve yeah. some sort of impact or you know something that is happening um, that's communal. Yeah, and so yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need that in order to dream that stuff up. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I thought I was thinking just about the whole um, the the covenant of marriage, and. God's covenant with us, like we're 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 in this promise from Him that He's just not going to quit. Mm-hmm. Like He's just going to keep coming. Like pick a worship song; it's all about His pursuit. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time, and and what He's willing to do to get in closer proximity with us, what He was willing to do, and what He still is doing, and our willingness to do that, and being trained up to be be like Him when we stay in covenant with people. And I just think that that operates just like a marriage off of trust and trustworthiness. Mm. And mm. that when when we when either side of that starts to dwindle, it's got to be rebuilt for for the thing to come back together, whether that's a, a church, whether that's a marriage, whether that's a friendship. If there was somebody who did something that was untrustworthy, that can still be pursued in trust and say, I want to restore this. I want to make this right. Mm -hmm. But that person has to own it and, and rebuild their own personal trustworthiness in order to be trusted again. And I think that's a, that's the core of a healthy community, you know, is trustworthiness and trust. It can't just be one. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be both Mm -hmm. in order for it to work because if it's just trust, but there's really no, evidence that i should trust you mm-hmm. then it's all just vapor yep. there's n- there's nothing of substance to it and if it's mm-hmm. all trustworthy like i'm trustworthy but i'm not going to extend trust to anybody else and lean away from my own I, I can do this thing then it's not community yeah it's just my own character well and I, yeah i think that's good because a healthy community a lot of times we just think of i'm receiving a lot in this healthy community but a healthy community is also it's a healthy community that I can give, right? Like I'm, it's healthy because I can receive because I can go in there and I can openly receive from people. And it, I, I feel good in that way, but it's also healthy that I can pour into and I can give. And that goes right along with what you're saying too. So actually I just said the exact same thing. Pretty, you pretty just much said. word for word. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Way so, to go. So on that note, a healthy <laughs> appreciate you, community appreciate you helping me out. is one that you can trustfully give yeah. while <laughs> trustworthiness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So good. so what what would you say? What would you say to and, and this is just me speaking out loud, what what would you say to to the guy or gal that's um, not necessarily in a healthy community? As far as experiencing, um, you know, the the supernatural pertaining to the heavenly, the heavenly realms, and they they have let's say they have dreams and desires, and they're not in the community that cultivates that. I mean, what does that look like for that person? Do they just 
pack up and move? Yeah. Do, do, I mean, mm. what, do you, what do you guys, what do you think about that? I didn't that? mean, yeah, like, yeah, they should pack up and move. <laughs> like, yes. I was just like, yeah, I agree. Get Quick out. answer. Get Let's out. just say yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. I, I think God also, on, I say that because it's, I think God also honors um, the person that will, uh, that will drive to meet, you know, to meet God in that place, you know, or, or, or travel or, you know, like you're, you're going to New York in a, in a couple of days, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're going to experience the presence of God in, in a completely different, different state. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think God will honor that. Like, I think he, he really, and, and I say that like to those of you that feel like you're stuck. Cause I'm always, I'm always looking for that person. Like, mm-hmm. cause I've been that person. Yeah. Like I say this to those people, like, man, if you see where God's working and that's where, that's where your desire is, then find a way to get to that. Yeah. Really find a way to get sacrifice, time, gas, money, whatever. Yeah. Like, it may take that, man. And that's, I mean, we can sit, we can sit at home and we can complain and we can pray for yeah. God mm-hmm. to bring me people, but we have to openly seek. Sure. Like, before we find something, yes. we have to seek for it. It takes well, seeking. Can I tell you guys about a, a really cool invention now that um, nobody has an excuse anymore <laughs> for proximity <laughs> is <laughs> is the beautiful internet. Yeah. You know, as yes. far as if you want to have proximity towards the things of God, yeah. you and you don't have any money or you don't have any way to get to it, but there's a public library with free internet mm-hmm. in your city. Like, just taking away the excuses of... I could get to something mm-hmm. like if I want proximity is just kind of my word um, for this season that the Lord, the Lord gave me that he said, I'm, I, I want people to get into closer proximity with me and I want people to get in closer proximity with one another mm. and proximity is just that nearness word. Um, but just kind of a fresh way to say it for me uh, in a word um, and just taking your own authority to say, what am I, in proximity of yeah and do i like it yeah do i do i want more of it because if i stay in proximity to it i'm gonna get more of it mm-hmm. that it, it's just gonna keep shedding seeds in my life and growing more of that right and one of my favorite things to do if i'm ever if i ever get a chance to uh, counsel a couple or just work with one one person i'll you know i'll draw an imaginary square on the table and i'll just say this is the garden of your life in it are some things that you like and in it are some things that you don't. What would you, if there was nothing in it, what would you like for to be in it? Like, Mm. what would you like to be growing in your life? And then we'll just kind of dream for a little bit and let that picture come because the vision is always stable. It's the reality that's like, ah, it's not quite that. But if you get a clear vision about what you're headed towards, then you know which what what's a weed and what's a what's a flower, yeah. Because you know what you're wanting to grow, and that's just one of those fun exercises that that you could do by yourself too. Is just draw a square on a piece of paper and start writing it. I want a healthy marriage. I want healthy finances. I want you know what what do you? I, I want to go on a cruise and put the stuff in there that is like good stuff to you. Yeah. And especially if you're a Christ follower. Man, you've got some authority to dream. Doesn't it say um, something about I'll give you everything you ask for in my name, in my yeah. will? Like yeah. as far as uh, that's a pretty open-ended invitation. Mm-hmm. I heard that one of the best offering um, 
pre-talks or, you know, at church. It, it was in England a few years ago, and I got to go over there and take some classes. And this church, this lady goes up, and she's she she says, you know, every now and then, uh, I'll I'll tell my I'll tell my husband that I'm going to bed, and but sometimes I'll tell him I'm going to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. There's a difference. She was she's going to the bedroom. There's an invitation. <laughs> I'm going to bed. It's I'm tired. I'm done with the day. Yeah, do I love what you, you sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. you, wherever you're at, but that's where I'm going. But I'm going to the bedroom is an invitation. And she was saying uh, offering or just God is making this. I'm going to the bedroom. I'm, I'm, I want to dream with you. Like I want to be very intimate with you. If you'll move in that direction, that's your proximity. That's like really then, good. then you can have that. And I, I never forgot that because <laughs> it was so, I mean, I'm a man, so that's kind of hard to forget yeah. that, but it was so, <laughs> it, it got my attention. <laughs> I was sleeping the whole time till that. <laughs> that, was sad. that was the part. <laughs> all the classes over there. Uh, I, I don't England remember those, but I remember that I lady talking about the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that's funny that's so she so she must have read out a song of solomon for i guess so okay she's cool <laughs> doing cool. something <laughs> yeah man i i really believe that god he does put those desires in there and and he he really trusts it's not just he hopes hope you know i hope that you do this like he really trusts us to chase that thing like he wouldn't put it there if he didn't you know and um, he and you use the word alignment. He actually aligns things yeah. up that are gonna for your good, for your best like Josh Littlejohn says, for your best life. Yes. You know? Yeah. He he gives you the desires and he's like <laughs> I think that's a good word you just said. He's he's almost like Come on. Come. Come. What's the word I'm thinking? I'm headed I'm headed that Tempting direction. You, you know? yeah. He's 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 bringing you forward and it's like yeah, it's 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 like that vision I had about the two globes. Oh know? man, it's, I so want good. your daughter to draw that. Yeah. I think it would be great. I wish we were on video right now. I'd give you the example, but yeah, I just think God knows your best life. He's prepared your best life, mm. and He wants to give you your best life. And so He's absolutely going to line you up with the people that are going to bring you to your best life. In turn, you're going to be leading people to their best life. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's a it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, but I'm sitting here talking to two pastors, right? Like you guys have two congregations and this is something you have to think about. You got people coming into your house, coming into your, um, your place of worship that God's actually given you responsibility over. Hmm. And you've got many, many dreams and many, many desires floating around your sanctuary Mm. on a Sunday, on a Wednesday, on a whatever. Um, How does that, for you, how, what kind of responsibility do you feel? Because I this can go a couple different ways here. One That's thing, no, a none on one, one good. good. One thing. Yeah, next question. <laughs> one thing, and and I'll be honest. This this weekend, I kind of put this weekend together because I wanted. I care about you two guys a lot, and I, mm. I actually wanted you two to get away, to get some rest, and not not preach, on. not go to church on Sunday. <laughs> It didn't work out. You're both leaving here at nine o'clock the next Sunday morning. So you can be at your church services. But we I love think, our people. Show but your I face. Think, yeah. So, so my my point with that is, 
I think it's very easy for you guys, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's easy for you guys to focus on other people's dreams and desires and creating a culture where they're going to get their best lives. And in turn, you guys are kind of have forgotten maybe a little bit about the things that God's put on your heart. Yeah. And so for this weekend specifically, I I really wanted us to have some round table discussion and just get some dreams and some, some stuff flowing in the room. Speak to that a little bit about what, do you guys feel that? Like, is that is that a heaviness on your heart that you feel like there's actually not time for me to speak out the things that the Lord's putting on me for my life? Yeah, I I want to say um, if like if I'm not dreaming, just kind of I'm gonna come back to what you're but but if I'm yeah. not dreaming, um, then I I'm actually starving the flock. Mm. If I if I'm not dreaming, because God's a fresh God, right? He's a He's a fresh. He, there's nothing that God does that's stale. So if I'm not dreaming, if I'm not coming with vision, then the the flock essentially is is real hungry, you know. Because I think that God puts pastors, and I think he, you know, I think He puts well, well pastors. You know, the, we talked about it last night the fivefold evangelists, pastors, teachers, you know, prophets, apostles. I think He He puts these people in position to stir up people that maybe just don't know what their vision or their dream is yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the seed that, that Jason's speaking on, on Sunday or whatever, he's planting a seed in somebody's heart. That's, that's all of a sudden, Oh, like, Oh my goodness. Like these are things that I've thought about. These are visions that I've had. And you know, God has appointed this person to bring this, this good fruit out of me. So yeah, man, I think, um, Essentially, if, if we're not if we're not adhering to a, you know what the Lord is saying to us and what He's speaking into our hearts as far as visions and dreams, then then it's not just it's not just me that's you know suffering. It's it's them as well. So um, I I don't know like the question. You didn't really. I mean, what, how do you? Well, he was just trying to make question? it kind of make it personal. I guess what I would say the the whole the whole aspect of dreams and desires I, I just think they're in everybody yeah i said but i really think if you reverse think about the 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 parable of the sower where he's scattering seed and it lands on different soil i think there are seeds of the kingdom already in everybody cuz we're created in his image it's marred but it's still a seed but what's really the the issue is becoming good soil and so, like, to the congregation and to myself, what I've had to learn, uh, learn being the key word, and still learning, um, what are some things that actually make me a place where the things that he put in me, they just grow. And I'm not a preventer of the things that he's putting in me because I'm, I'm bad soil. Now, I've definitely been bad soil to some of the dreams he's put in my heart and how I've stewarded them, but I've also been good soil and in learning how to cooperate with those desires by just, and, and that's why, you know, for me, uh, you know, personal dream, um, is to get back into full-time ministry. Um, and with that, you know, I went, I was in full-time ministry at the Nazarene church and just with some transitions, some different things in leadership that happened, I, I knew and was directed by the Lord that I needed to get out of that. And there was no 
other thing. It was like just go f- have a job and, you know, if I, I could always work at the farm, our family farm, and I love it. I love our family and that, that sort of thing, but it's not my calling. It's not my heart. It's not my passion. I love it and there's value in it. It gives me peace, but my joy <laughs> is in empowering people with the gospel, with the truth, with the love of God, and that's my passion and that's yeah. my joy. And so, but God gave me a another place that was part-time that he used over this last almost five years now to make my soil, my personal identity, my finances, my health physically. Like I'm using these from Craig Rochelle. He wrote a book called uh, Chazon, which is the Old Testament word for vision. And he, he says, everybody has a chisholm, like your the vision that God has for your life. Everybody has that. But the things that actually make that churn, most people don't have those things. They don't have a healthy view of God. Mm-hmm. They don't have a healthy view of finances. They don't. So it's all about the, the health around the seed. And I got to tend that. Like nobody's, I don't care how good a message Bill Johnson brings or how good a book John Eldridge writes. They can't tend my soil. They can write nice things. We can do nice podcasts, but I have to tend my soil to where what my practices are. And I just think that's the most valuable thing because when we talk about proximity, you're the closest proximity to you. You'll always be there. Everywhere you go, there you are. And if you're bad soil, but you want to become good soil, yes, you need to get around some other good soil to learn some things, but you're going to actually have to become good soil. If you want some kingdom things to grow in your life, if you want to be a kingdom bringer, um, you're going to have to let the kingdom bring you into a place of health yeah. for those seats to grow. So that would be my answer to it. And and I've had to fight for, and I wanted to talk about the whole bivocational thing because we all have dreams. Yeah. And sometimes you you have to have something that brings peace to the bank account while sticking with your joy. And making time mm-hmm. for it and saying no to 50 other things that are just things. They're just softball leagues or, you know, I'm, I'm not, not yeah. bad about softball leagues. Aw, uh, dang. You know, sorry, Tilly. <laughs> Conviction. <laughs> um, and, and saying yes to things that are really, like, close to the desires of your heart. So, yeah. I don't know. I rambled there, but. No, that's good. I, I really like the fact. I was thinking as you were talking about. Because you said, how does it affect you know yeah, my, your people? My whole, my whole question was, as a leader who yeah. really, it's your job as a pastor of that, as the head of that house, mm-hmm. to really help cultivate a healthy environment for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like you, in turn, really don't take up enough time for yourself to dream and to? Absolutely. Like, like that's what this weekend was for. Absolutely. Was for you guys to get away to do that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And we did I, that. That's why yeah. I'm going back in the morning. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> that's right. We're good. We're good. I'm done. It's going to be great. I'm done. I'm good. Good. No, I, 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 yeah, man, I would say that. And I'm not saying a deficit to your specific no, house. I'm just saying leaders across the country. Yeah. No, sure. you're, yeah. you're right. Dude, yeah. How many, how many people, how many people, um, like pastors in general that you can talk to? I'm not going to. I'm not going to yeah. beat this drum very long because I, I I don't desire to do that. But how many that you the pastors or people in the ministry that you look at that look just completely stressed out, mm-hmm. like worn out, yeah. 
how many? I mean, on a, on a given yeah. day, like, what yeah. would you say you came up to five different pastors and how many out of those five you think would say, man, I'm just receiving so much from the Lord right now. My life is amazing. How many of those guys do you think would say that? Yeah. Or how many of those guys would say, I am exhausted? I've got yeah. a lot to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. Can't, I only got five minutes. I got to go yeah. X, do X, Y, Z. Can't do one more program. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. I've been, and, not, and here's the thing. It doesn't only affect me. It affects my wife. Mm-hmm. It affects my two children. It affects my family at large, my community at large, because I'm not performing on the level that, that I, you know, I know I'm capable of. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. And, and, and I've, I have personally, personally have seen that in my own life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the whole, you know, my, my poor wife, since we're talking about them earlier, is kind of looking at me sometimes like, hey, remember us? Rem- yeah. rem- remember us? People you live with? You know, so man, yeah. I, Even like the, you know, this weekend, you guys, you guys, I kind of helped put this together and coordinate this, but you guys chose to come. It was a good thing. I was so happy you all came. But you shared with me that you had, you received a phone call today. <laughs> talk talk about that because that's that's re, that's real stuff, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, my 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 kiddo, my my son called, and he was kind of like, well. You know why? Why are you hanging out with those guys? And you, you know, you don't take me mm-hmm. to lake. Like it was one of those phone calls. Yikes! And yeah, dude, it was. So even in an attempt to to get to take care of yourself, stuff. exactly. Yeah. yeah, even in an attempt to do that, look, look what the enemy yeah. trying to make me feel bad for. Yeah. Get you know, and so yeah, man. There was there was a couple minutes there where I was like, well, dang, should I? Yeah. What should I Let do? me take the guilt off of you. The, the the core verse that Jesus used to interpret the scriptures and he gave us to be able to interpret all the scriptures and all of life. Love the Lord your God with heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, it's good. Love your son as you love yourself. You want your son to be able to know how to take care of his heart and have quality friendships because he's not always going to, he's going to have a dad. He's going to have a great dad, but you want to teach him and demonstrate what quality friendships in the kingdom look like and they take time they take proximity mm-hmm. and good. so some of the example that you're saying i think you'd, you'd have a great opportunity to have a conversation right around that at some point in the near future while he remembers it and say the reason i did that was i needed to tend to my own heart so that i could be a great dad long term for you yeah because well. later later is longer that's one of my favorite andy stanley quotes he's got a ton of them but later is longer you know whether you're talking eternity or you're talking him after he turns 18 <laughs> later is longer man mm-hmm. and i want to i want a sustainable kingdom walk yeah i, I don't want to fall i don't want to you know be pu- puffed up in a way and put on a stage or anything like that like american ministry does and then we wonder why there's so many scandals well we don't give people enough time to develop yeah. and space like are the church uh, let me just say a couple things the church is so underfunded in this country mm-hmm. i think this is just me you know, so you can throw rocks send emails that's uh that'd be uh will Rhodes gardens yeah, Christian will Rhodes church. at yes. gmail.com you can send them <laughs> but i got a phone number here too Hang we on. fund <laughs> so many other things well in this country and we underfund i'm not we underfund the ways of God. Mm-hmm. And and if we do that, God talked about this in the Old Testament. You're robbing me. You're yeah. robbing yourselves of more of me. Mm-hmm. And when pastors have to... 
here he goes talking about money again. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, this is not something that, that we can control as leaders. Can't. But I think we need to speak to it more. Mm. I think we need to be real about, I over this last five years, I have had to turn down opportunities to minister to people because I have another job. Mm-hmm. Because for a while I didn't, I had another job and I had a ministry job and I have a desire to help people and grow and give away what has blessed me, not in a chasing after to like earn points for later. It's just, man, I see somebody hurting. I said they could, if they just understood a couple things about their identity in Christ and for real got it, things would shift. Mm-hmm. And so I want to have that lunch. I want to have that coffee and relationships suffered my own like you said my own personal health soil suffers when you do that and i just think if we would get a mindset back towards what if leaders that are quality leaders in the kingdom could be funded in such a way that they could do what they're called to do in a valiant way but in a healthy way not a running around way because most of the reason now some of it's a choice but also some of it is kind of demanded upon american Mm -hmm. pastors Mm -hmm. that the bivocational movement is is huge right now but people are puffing it up like it's a totally good thing right i don't know that i would agree with that yeah i I think it's mostly because of so much church decline and they're forced to go they're forced to Mm -hmm. and gosh isn't god's kingdom a kingdom of abundance well, if we would really lean into that. It so. is funny. We wouldn't consider that a healthy situation for somebody in any other. Right. Any other line. Like I was da- just thinking. Darren about that Eubanks today. is a salesman for a multi-billion dollar company. You would not think that it was healthy. I would wouldn't think it was healthy. My family would think if I went out and got another job because, you know, things were in decline at my place of work or mm-hmm. whatever. And for whatever reason, it just and people ma- would be losing their minds over trying to figure out how to fix that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think That's you good. see that in, in especially rural churches. It's like, oh, it just didn't work out. So we had to close the doors. What? Mm-hmm. What? Why didn't it work out? Like, and, and, and I'll be honest, some churches need to die. Sure. Some sure, churches sure. need need. To, and, and that's OK to say, like, if there's not let people it bleed out. Just sure. just let it, you know. If the spirit of God is okay. not in there, yeah. I mean, yeah, I and and that. and in that, there's just a season for every for everything like that. But for the ones that they want fresh life and they want to, okay, if you want fresh wine, you need a fresh wine skin. So it may look mm-hmm. different because you're ministering in a, in a different season. So okay, let's go for that. And when, well, if you want to make a new wine skin. That there's some cost to that. Like yeah. uh, Jesus talked about the financial aspects of how this thing works mm-hmm. a, a lot. This only second to the heart. That's it. That's it. Only second to the heart. And I just think I've made a lot of people mad talking about it. I'm okay with that because I'm just like it's right there. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. I'm just trying to talk about what's there. Yeah. And let's be honest about it. And then we want to look around in culture and say, "Gosh, it's it's so bad." You're right. It's absent of the kingdom, which is very underfunded. So people have to make shift it instead of it be excellent. Where it's excellent, guess what? It's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you said that you know churches are underfunded, and I almost think we could say 
that passionate ministry leaders are underfunded. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. I'll give money to a person if I believe in them. And this kind of goes back to your trust and trustworthiness. Yeah. You know, if I trust somebody and what yep. they're doing for the kingdom and, and, and their passion for people, I'll, I'll bless them. But also in regards to the whole letting churches die out, mm-hmm. man, an unhealthy church, I'm not going to give money to. Come on. But there's amazing people maybe within that church mm. that I'll fund yep. and I'll help help them yep. find the desires of their heart and help them do this thing outside of the constructs of that four wall building, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's maybe just shifting our minds from what church really, really looks like. And that might yeah. be for another podcast, but that is yeah. happening all around us right yeah. now yeah. in this country for sure. Yeah, there's definitely a shift. With, with Didn't mean to take it there. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, it's no, a, it just kind of came out. But I think, well, I think with that, God's aligning church. What church was designed for? Mm-hmm. He's aligning it right now instead of man aligning it. We yeah. There's so many ch- churches that have. <laughs> Well, you'd went there. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there's so many. We we've institutionalized something that was made to be spiritualized. Hey Tilly, can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Can you get that light switch right there somewhere? What light switch? Like right behind you, I think. It's getting so dark in here oh, so fast. I, anyway, can I, you get I it? I can't reach it. What? what how it. much time? Where are we at? Oh, we're good. Oh, okay. Hang hey, on. We're, we're just talking. Yeah, we. I don't think there's there's not a light switch back there, by uh, the way. Hey, Brandon, is there a light switch for this room? Brandon's doing it. Thank you. Sweet. Thank you, Brandon. Look at him. He walked in literally just for that, and now he's walking away. That's a good host. He's an angel from the Lord. That's a great host. That's so good. <laughs> so. There, now I can see Scott. You don't need to see me, but the church has been institutionalized for too long. Mm-hmm. God's breaking that, man. And whether we like it or not, church was never meant to be institutionalized. Yeah, it just doesn't work as well. No. It's, no. it's It was made to be very, very organic and grow up original things. Um, and create, new things, and create and community mm-hmm. instead of doing my own thing and this is what we're doing and you're not invited. And or teach people a cookie cutter pattern. Right. And if they check off that cookie cutter pattern, then they can be a... Name your uh, name your organization. Yeah, puts a Christian name on it. So, and yeah. in, instead of you know, let, let's let's follow Jesus and organization. I'm not anti-organization. Um, it's just we got to look around and really check some fruit. And that's I'm one of those leaders. I'm mm-hmm. I have to check fruit mm-hmm. and be honest about what what God is actually producing rather than just spinning around. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm so interested and excited about, um, you know, trying to found this, uh, fivefold ministry and, and look, look in a different direction. Cause we've, we've talked together just, you know, so many, you know, people like Scott's an evangelist, but he's in a pastoral role. Um, he's a great pastor, but he's a better evangelist. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, you know, that's just kind of the, the spot and many pastoral friends and ministry friends kind of walk in that, in that path of that's, that's been the mindset for so long that it creates a culture to where, well, we'll just kind of push everybody into that hat 
but where there's there's vision and there's some clarity and they fight for it to be more and better. Um, I think that's what we're we're trying to go for, and that I'm I'm excited about it because I think that it and it's not it it is different, but it's not it's not wrong. Yeah, it's well, it's. I think we need to. I think we need to place the understanding over the top of this whole conversation that we have a passion to love the church. Yeah. We love that because Jesus loves the church yeah. and we, we want to see healthy churches, you know, everywhere. Like I don't care where it is or how big it is or if there's 30 or 3000, we want to see healthy individuals walking hand in hand in the kingdom together, man. That that's, that's my heart anyway is yeah. to see everybody getting to play as well, that everybody yeah. has a role. It's not yeah. Jason's job to do, 18 things in the church it, it's your job to do what god has called you to do and then it's it may be dude in, in third row <laughs> in the in the third pew to do you know xyz but that's that's how the church functions at many bodies right, or many different parts one body right yes. loved little john's word about probably the reason why um, the church has gone the way it's gone is out of love for the bride rather than love for the bridegroom mm-hmm and staying in tune with the way he wants things done rather than just kind of tending to our love for one another in the way maybe that we were raised up and shown how and not um, having that dynamic relationship with the Father, Son, Holy yeah. Spirit that that brings us back to something that could have much more impact on our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hit hit more people. D- people impact. You know, were impacted by Jesus because he was the fullness of of that presence of God, and that we could have that back in a in a fivefold or just a a real communal leadership style rather than just a pastoral organization that is kind of just hope doing their best. Yeah. And I've been in it, like so. I'm I'm not from the outside throwing rocks. It's from from the inside trying to wash the windows and get some clarity. And this is one of the more clear seasons about about leadership and having vision towards it. So it's exciting. Yeah, and I think it's cool. We've we've mentioned this too last night that it's a lot less striving mm-hmm. to create some fivefold ministry. You know, it's it's all about. We desire, we desire for, and I'm more of a regional guy. I'm just really passionate about Southwest Kansas, like where I'm at, that I desire so much for Southwest Kansas to experience the fullness of mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. And very rarely have, have we or I seen the fullness of Christ manifested in a church service on Sunday morning. Mm. We, we don't get the fullness usually. And so there's something about him, him wanting the people to experience the fullness that he's going to, and he is bringing together people that are passionate about each of those things, the evangelist, the, the pastor, the teacher, the, the prophet, the apostle. And, um, it's, it's, it's a good time to be a, a Jesus follower, I guess. Yeah. You know, like it, like it wasn't before, but it is now. Is it okay if, I, if I, is it okay if I read? Uh, you know, Dan's yeah. just been talking about like speaking things out. Just yeah. Lord, we we want your people to hear this. We want you to to help us do that. But do this um, of what it says in Ephesians four it says now 
this. He ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended in the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself, speaking of Jesus, gave some in his ascension efforts, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers, for this, not just for the position, for this, the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity, and that's been a big word this this weekend, mm-hmm. edifying and unity, uh, restoration, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man. Like, God mm-hmm. wants to, you know, talk about putting an importance on holiness, becoming perfect. Let's get Wesley on him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> to the to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, the fullness of Christ, like the fivefold, is is the hope of Christ to bring about the fullness of Christ. Hmm. That's a pretty good phrase. The hope of Christ to bring about the fullness of Christ. He gave those gifts in hope, but you know, I set some chairs up on the stage, and a lot of times, you know, the the apostolic gifts lean away from uh, the prophetic gifts. Or the you know the teacher pastor kind of maybe team up, but they don't like the evangelists. They they he's just try, always trying to everywhere he goes is annoying to go to Walmart with. He's always talking to somebody. You know it's like they they don't honor one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's those those tendencies. They don't honor those tendencies. They they oh gosh that annoys me. And so no, we need that. Like we need yeah. u- unity around that. And then I'll just finish it. Uh, it says that we should no longer, the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children. Anybody know any ch- childish Christians? Yeah, for sure. Like, I love y'all out there. I was one of them for a while and trying to grow up out of it. Like, to not be childish, you need a fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. read the whole paragraph. Yeah. That we should no longer be children tossed in, to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine or every new video or every new church that has a good media in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ Yeah, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by every part does its share, does its share. Everybody wants to serve their purpose causes growth uh, uh, of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So I, I don't know. It's just a beautiful chapter. You know, yeah, check it out good. if you're listening as far as what Jesus meant for the church to look mm-hmm. like. It's good. It's good. That's that's his desire. He outlined. His design and yeah. his desire. Well, it's not just his desire. It's, there's the outline right there. Right there. <laughs> that's it. And that's when he said, follow me, like however many times he said, follow like a lot. That was one of his big phrase. Yeah. Preach the kingdom and follow me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. do it my way. Well, there's, a, there's a lordship that we've gotten out that of. Whole verse That's st- the hard that thing. That whole verse started off, too, that he gave those gifts, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. they've been given. So they're here. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't right. have to manifest something. They're here. We don't have to make it up. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Hey, I, is that food ready yet? How long have we been talking? I heard some beeping. I'm I heard sorry. some beeping. Yeah. I heard some beeping. Ready to eat. Yeah. Scotty, will you pray us out, man? This has been a good talk. I would love to. Father, I just want to say thank you for showing us. Like, you give so much vision. You give so much desire. You 
your your book is um, everything that you desired it to be, and you've given us that as a gift. And you've given us friendship as a gift. You've given us fellowship. You've given us all the things that it takes to build this kingdom life on earth as it is in heaven. And and God, I just want to say um, thank you for Darren and his heart to get us mm-hmm. away um, from the mundane, and um, not just the mundane, but just to just refresh, to sit in, uh, in the presence of what you've you prepared for us this weekend that you prepared this weekend for us long ago. And uh, I want to thank you for the opportunity we had to speak in the things that you placed in our heart. Like you give us desires for a specific reason. Yeah. And it's, it's always mm-hmm. to bring us closer to like the knowledge of who you are and what you have for us in that next step. Uh, so we thank you for that. And I thank you for Brandon White, Lord. I think you're such Amen. a great host. And, uh, not just a host, but a brother. Man, it's Ryan to, for cooking. It's fun to hang out. And yeah, thank you for Ryan who didn't even take a break from what he does in the week. Yeah. He just He's cooking the whole time he's here. Because he loves it. And thank you for Chris and learning how to do some tubing today on the lake. That Overcoming was awesome. Overcoming fear, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, God, I just... Thank you for what you're doing, and we just praise you, Jesus, and we can't wait to see what's next. We thank you in advance for what's to come. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Father God, I thank you for Scott Tilly, and I just thank you so much for the gifts and the um, the desires that you've given him, Father. We just pull those out right now in Jesus' name. Mm. And we thank you so much that you've, you've put him in a place where he can lead people, Father. But I just pray for a refreshing... I pray for a refreshing over his life right now, over his family, Father. We just pray for an abundance of blessing over the Tilly family right now. I pray for just an abundance of, of love to be poured out over his children, Father. Yeah. An abundance of love to be poured out over his wife, God. And we just thank you. We bless the work that Scott Tilly is doing in Southwest Kansas. We, we honor that right now, Father, believing that you're doing an amazing thing through his life. Yeah. We pray, we just silence the enemy right now that's, that's, that's speaking lies directly into what you're doing through his life, Father. Mm-hmm. And we just bless, we bless his hands, we bless his feet right now in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We're so excited to uh, continue to pound these out. Remember to, to rate, review, subscribe, and share this. Share it with your friends. Um, visit Will Rhodes. Jason, what is that? Will Rhodes Church. Uh, check us out on Facebook. That's kind of the best spot. We stream all our services, so you can kind of watch that. Just search for uh, Will Rhodes Gardens Christian Church or just Will Rhodes Church. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Check out Buckland Community Church as well on Facebook. Tilly likes to preach. Check it out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Till next time, be blessed. <laughs>